This is the Mike Savella Podcast, episode 360, recorded on Tuesday, August 30, 2016. Coming up uh, will be uh, an interview uh, with my uh, good friend and family physician, uh, Kyle Hodebeck, and uh, he wrote a book along with his co-author, Melissa Aguirre. Their book is called The Innate Design, Implementing Self-Healing Techniques for the Modern Patient. Uh, And it's an interesting book. Um, It's kind of the intersection between um, yoga therapy uh, and Western medicine. And, uh, you know, we've talked about, I have talked about a lot about this, you know, this mind-body connection, uh, which is kind of a, you know, buzzword more than anything else. But uh, just kind of talking with them in this brief conversation, they kind of introduce the book to us. Uh, uh, Melissa is a, a yoga therapist, um, and uh, Kyle is a family physician. Um, and they met uh, working together a few years ago, and uh, they started up the conversation and say, hey, you know, we have these patients who have chronic illnesses. We have patients uh, with chronic pain. Uh, we should be able to offer them uh, treatment options other than medications, specifically narcotic medications. There's lots of things in the news now um, about narcotic medications, how we shouldn't use them as much, how we should cut back, how we should look for other non-narcotic uh, treatments. And uh, I think this book, The Innate Design, Implementing Self-Healing Techniques for the Modern Patient, uh, will be a, an, an interesting read for all of you. You can find it on Amazon. And uh, we will uh, start with our conversation um, right after this break. All right, so uh, so we're back and uh, on the line. I'm very excited uh, to be uh, talking about this book. Uh, this book is called "The Innate Design: Implementing Self-Healing Techniques for the Modern Patient." And I have uh, co-authors on the line with me, uh, Melissa Gary and uh, Kyle Hodebeck. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to uh, to talk about your exciting book tonight. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, Mike. Uh, so just to kind of, uh, get the audience kind of, uh, to get to know you a little bit before we really dive in the book, um, I'd like you to maybe introduce yourself and your background a little bit and, and how you, uh, know each other and how the, how the, the book kind of came in the first place. So Melissa kind of, once you go first and kind of introduce yourself to the audience and, 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 uh, just tell the story about how you, how you connect with, uh, Kyle and, and how the book kind of started. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Melissa Aguirre. I am a certified yoga therapist. Uh, I do energy medicine and I'm a stress management specialist. So with that bundle, I've um, done my training in Asheville, North Carolina to achieve those, um, those certifications. And I've been working, I specialize with the military demographics specifically in mental wellness. Um, I'm also certified in mindfulness-based stress reduction. So, um, yeah, this is utilizing the chakras and holistic health and, you know, working with, um, the, especially again, the military demographic is a huge component of my life. Um, and I live in San Antonio, Texas right now with my husband who's stationed at Fort Sam. So, uh, and Kyle, uh, would you introduce yourself to our audience and, uh, kind of how, how you guys got together to get this book going? Definitely. 
Um, so my name is Kyle Hodovic. I am a board-certified family physician, uh, trained out of uh, North Carolina and currently stationed with the military in Seoul, Korea, as of last month, uh, where I join you today. Uh, in addition to standard family medicine practice, um, uh, I'm an editor for the journal Family Medicine and Primary Care, uh, also a vice chair of our American Academy of Family Physicians Global Health Interest Group. Um, and uh, also the chair of Polaris, which is our new uh, and future family physicians of North America. So very involved, uh, not only in, in the military setting, but also global health setting. And similar to Melissa, um, one of my passions is uh, not only Western medicine, but uh, a, whole, a holistic uh, medicine and implementing both of those measures in order to improve uh the patient and community that we serve uh, to not just treat sickness, but also to improve health. So, um, Melissa, why don't you talk about a little bit how we met? Yeah, so my husband actually worked on Kyle's uh, medical team at Fort Bragg when we were stationed at Fort Bragg. And I, when I met Kyle, because they also played soccer together, so... Um, we shared interest in that. And also um, patient care is huge because a lot of the clients that I would be seeing are people who either felt that Western medicine was failing them or they've done, they've exhausted all their other options for healing. And they're like, okay, I'm going to try this yoga stuff or this holistic stuff and see what, what's that about. And so just through conversation with Kyle and just seeing how um, you know, his care for the patient and just his interest in holistic medicine and prevention and education. Um, we, I, he came to the studio, took a yoga class, um, took one of my classes and afterwards we just talked and, um, conversation took us to, you know, wanting to write this book and because both him and I, one of our, um, goals in life is also to have a book. Um, and to publish a book to educate people about what we're really passionate about and what we see has been of benefit to our patients. And so from there, that's where it took off. And here we are two years later, right here and talking about the book. So it's a fantastic uh, journey that it's been. Uh, so Melissa, let, let me take it from your standpoint, kind of as a, as a yoga practitioner and, and kind of seeing because obviously i'm more familiar with with the western medicine piece but um so kind of what draws you into this is is being a yoga practitioner i guess talking with patients about some of their chronic illnesses specifically pain um and, and when you talk to patients from your point of view you know as an expert in, in yoga what what kind of um i guess non-western medicine pill you know, type of things. How, how, how do you approach that with patients, say patients who are not familiar with your training and your background, not familiar with yoga? How do you kind of open up that uh, topic with them and say, hey, this is something that is an option and helps a lot of people and it may help you? Yeah, one of the things is obviously, you know, we don't, as a yoga therapist, you don't diagnose and I don't prescribe um, I kind of joke, I prescribe yoga poses, right? The, these holistic interventions. One of the things that the way I open a lot of this up is talking about lifestyle choice, right? So I have a client, we go through a consultation and, you know, talk about what their wellness goals are, what they're hoping to achieve, what, what the limitation is in the body. And oftentimes it's stress that may be causing, you know, the illness, um, especially there's like inflammation going on um, or weight gain. 
or it's just posture because our posture has so much to do with the way we feel. It could also be shallow breathing. Um, you know, they say actually in the yoga world, right, prana is breath and that depression is um, a side effect of not having enough breath on being low on prana. So, you know, with these things, and, and this is the one thing that's awesome about the book that we have is this chakra blueprint, you know, utilizing this new lens and seeing people and where they are in their life. So whether it's physical in the body where I can see where they're holding tension um, and how that relates over into uh, the lifestyle choices that they're making, whether it's food, whether it's environment, whether it's um, thought platforms, because our thinking also manifests physically in the body. Um, so that's really the approach where I, I really meet my clients where they're at um, and work with them from there. Again, most of my clients, so I meet them in a physical way. So they come to, you know, they come for yoga and, you know, we will start with that. We start with posture. We start with breath and then we slowly move into mindfulness. Uh, now, Kyle, I have to tell you, um, I, I think I was where you're at, uh, before you started this process. Cause my, my wife, got me into doing some of um, yoga and that's probably a whole nother podcast. Uh, but when did it really click for you as far as, you know, we, you know, we in Mestre medicine, we always talk about mind body and all that kind of stuff. But, but as you experienced this, as you went through this yourself, as you were talking to Melissa, when did it really click for you? And, 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 and what do you see as far as for, as a, uh, a treatment option for patients, um, you know, some of these, you know, techniques. Sure. <clears throat> so it's, uh, my journey started a little bit, um, before I met Melissa in residency, um, had the opportunity to, um, get training in auricular acupuncture and, uh, I never really believed, believed in it. Um, I always thought it was, you know, kind of wishy-washy, but then, uh, I got the training. It was, provided by the military for free. So I said, Hey, why not? And, uh, was trying it out on uh, patients I've had known for, uh, three years or more at the time. And, uh, they were at that stage that Melissa talked about. They've, we've tried several traditional, um, techniques, surgery and physical therapy and, and medications, um, without much improvement. And I was able to get positive feedback as well as uh, improvements through acupuncture that I was not able to get out, get through um, everything I was taught in medical school. I said, well, where has, where has this been? Why aren't we learning about these type of treatments um, where we can get people off of opioids? We can uh, decrease the polypharmacy that we're facing more and more every single day. Um, and then so that, that was my first modality I had experience with. And then with uh, meeting Melissa, um, I always had an interest in yoga, but never really um, had the kind of right, I guess, intro or reason to to really uh, delve into that interest. And then I met Melissa and, and things really took off as far as both like, learning about it and then experiencing uh, the, the classes uh, myself. So... Um, that is basically how this started. What I see for both this book as well as uh, yoga in general um, is similar to how we prescribe um, pills or, or medicines. And now uh, you've, pro you've probably seen some of the literature on physicians prescribing exercise as well, literally writing down exercise prescriptions on a pad and handing it to them. It's been, been shown to, to actually improve uh, our patients' 
um, likelihood of following through on those plans. We can do similar things like that um, with these uh, lifestyle interventions, yoga poses, things that can actually have a positive effect in wellness uh, as well as um, not only maintaining wellness but increasing uh, wellness and health in patients that are already suffering from different diseases. So that's that's what I see is, as a physician being able to use these and in addition to Western medicine say, hey, um, here are additional things we can do, especially for those patients. I have a lot of patients in, in my setting who are uh, resistant to taking pills. So this is an option where they're going to improve their health and not have to swallow a pill. Uh, and Melissa, and I, I looked at, at the end of the book, and it looks like a very extensive index and references and probably a lot of research that, that you've done with this. Can you share a little bit about your process about how, how you gather the information? Um, maybe that was part of your training that I'm not that familiar with, uh, but maybe share about the audience, you know, some of the, uh, some of the resources and, and, uh, there is some pretty good literature out there, uh, when it comes to, um, yoga therapy and treating clients and patients. Absolutely. One of the main things that I did was um, because I'm big on empowering my clients. One of the things that I tell them in the initial consult is that I really don't want to see them forever. The idea is that I give them these tools and they move on with their life. They implement it and they thrive from it. Um, So a lot of the things that in terms of throughout the book, it's based off of client experience and what I've seen work and what I've seen not work Um, in terms of, you know, the, the yoga pose glossary actually in the back can be practiced as a sequence, um, whole, a whole entire sequence, starting with the root chakra, ending with um, the, the seventh, the, the crown chakra. Um, and with the research, because there's so much going on out there, um, it, it's really up to fellow yoga therapists in the field or holistic practitioners to be taking case study information down, to be documenting what's happening in the sessions with your clients. So if you have someone who has um, IBS and you're working with them you know, to, for flexibility and they have the metabolic syndrome going on, you know, documenting what poses are working in terms of helping them relax to uh, stress management – Uh, documenting that stuff and to see what doesn't work and what does work is really how we're gaining this literature. Um, And that's really, I infused a lot of that information into the book and then also using resources with colleagues of mine and um, databases. So that's. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's uh, um, as, uh, and I I know our time is short here. I would love to bring both of you back um, as I really start to dive into this book because it, it seems very, very detailed. And uh, there seems like there's some um, medical diagnosis that goes with uh, with these specific chakras, which I am fascinated by. Um, but as we kind of close this conversation, um, I will uh, I will start with Kyle as far as um, you know, w- w- what do you hope um, readers, um, the general public, patients, clients – what do you hope they will take away uh, from reading this book, and, and why should they check out this book in the first place, Kyle? Sure. Um, so I'll, I'll hit it from the Western medicine side. Um, so um, it, I, no one can deny that we are uh, currently in an epidemic of opioid um, overprescribing abuse and and deaths. I, I even saw a um, recent article discussing how 
physicians prescribing opioids are now killing more uh, people than drug dealers. So um, that that was a, a powerful uh, thing to read. I think uh, we need to just wake up and understand, you know, there are other ways um, to go about treating these rather than doing the quickest, fastest, easiest thing. Um, it's, it's not just our role, especially as primary care providers, to um, treat sickness, but we also need to maintain health and we need to be a part of our community, a part of our patients' lives. And this is one way to help uh, ensure beyond Western medicine that, that we go about not only treating patients, but ensuring their wellness. Uh, and Melissa, I have the same question for you as, as, we, as we close this conversation. What, what, is, what is the takeaway that you hope readers will get from this and clients and patients will get um, when they read your book? Well, you know, they say that knowledge is power and that, you know, one of the themes within the book is that having optimal health is independence and empowering the reader to understand that these are tools that they can implement. It really comes down to choice that we can take care of this body and there's ways to nourish it. And even if, you know, dealing with illness, you know, there's still things when you, you know, for recovery that are holistic, that are natural, not necessarily needing to come from external sources like, you know, medicine or plants or whatever, um, but within ourselves that we can yield healing, sustainable healing, and it's cost effective and it feels good to take care of yourself. And, you know, here are actual practical ways to do it. I just, you know, my hope for the audience and for my readers is that they walk away from this book feeling that a little more connected with their wellness um, and empowered in their health. So, Awesome. The, uh, the book is called uh, The Innate Design, Implementing Self-Healing Techniques for the Modern Patient. Um, you can check it out on Amazon, hardcover, paperback, and Kindle. We need a whole another podcast to kind of talk about that thing. That's kind of very exciting. Um, so thanks to my uh, co-authors, uh, uh, Melissa Aguirre and uh, Kyle Hodebeck. Um, as I start to read this, we should definitely bring you back and explore this, um, at least for anything else, just from my standpoint, because I think it's fascinating stuff. But uh, thanks so much for the time, awesome. and we'll talk very soon. So thanks again to my guests, uh, Melissa Aguirre and uh, Kyle Hodebeck, co-authors of the book The Innate Design, Implementing Self-Healing Techniques for the Modern Patient. And uh, you can find it on Amazon. There's a hardback copy. There's a, um, there is uh, a paperback copy. There's also a Kindle version out there as well. And, uh, okay, I admit I haven't uh, uh, really dived into the book yet, but I will uh, uh, following this interview, and I'll definitely uh, bring them back and uh, to explore this uh, further. So uh, but thanks, everybody, for, for joining me. Uh, you can check me out at drmikecivilla.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter, and uh, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash drmikecivilla. And uh, we will all talk very soon. Goodbye, everybody.